Good morning, y'all. This is Dana from Financial Aid Compliance Solutions, and welcome to Let's Talk Financial Aid for College. In today's episode, I wanted to highlight that um, this month is National Scholarship Month, and uh, so the whole month of November is dedicated to scholarships. And under Scholarship America, um, posted on their Twitter account, which is Scholarship America at Skull America. They have posted um, a reminder that again, did you know November is National Scholarship Month? It's presented by at NSPA tweets and they are encouraging everyone uh, that is looking for scholarships to enjoy the join the SNSM challenge by applying for 10 different scholarships during November. So you can start with the ones that are available on their website currently. And uh, as I recommended um, in my past podcast uh, with regards to scholarships, um, I am on Twitter and you can find me at Financial Aid Compliance at DAS underscore AID. And uh, I follow quite a few um, companies that offer scholarships. And scholarships360.org is one of the primary scholarships um, that I follow because they offer the most. Um, But Scholarship America, they're they're right there too. So um, I highly recommend that you look into that. Also, I wanted to share that yesterday on my LinkedIn page, um, I was able to share a scholarship that was also posted that it opened up, um, I believe it was yesterday on scholarship360.org. And uh, that was a scholarship from the Jackie Robinson Foundation for high school seniors um, that will be graduating. And um, it's a $30,000 scholarship for minority high school graduates. So I highly recommend that you look up that scholarship opportunity. Um, It's on my LinkedIn page under Dana Anderson, Financial Aid Compliance Solutions. Um, Also, you can go directly to scholarships360.org to get that information. But it is for $30,000 and the deadline is February 1st, 2021. So um, I highly recommend that um, if you are a senior in high school that will be graduating next year and are a minority that you would want to look into that because that is a substantial amount of money um, and could almost pay for one full year of um, tuition at a four-year college. Uh, Also due in two weeks students of Hispanic heritage don't miss out on scholarship opportunities that are worth from $1,000 to $5,000 Um, There are a few steps to that particular scholarship, and that is also posted on scholarship360.org. And um, I just, again, can't say enough um, about scholarships that are available out there um, that folks uh, may not apply for. And um, I totally understand why um, some folks may be intimidated about applying. And you may have the attitude of, well, why apply? I probably won't get chosen anyways. But if you don't apply, you don't have a chance to win 
the scholarship. And uh, I highly encourage you to take that opportunity to just apply. You never know, you never know what could happen. Um, and you may be selected and may be a winner. And uh, there are also state scholarships that are available throughout um, your different states that you are um, residing in. So I highly recommend that you go on to Google, Google your state, just put scholarships and put in whatever state you're residing in. And um, there will be multiple opportunities that will appear for you to be able to um, go ahead and um, review and take a take a good look at and um, also apply. And some of them do not require an essay. So um, if you are intimidated about uh, applying for a scholarship that requires an essay, um, by all means, look at those ones that are easy to apply for and also do not require an essay. And there was um, also a posting that just appeared actually on the Twitter feed for Scholarships 360. And it says, looking for a great scholarship to celebrate Friday. We are excited to share this brand new $15,000 scholarship and you can apply here. And it's from tallow.com. So um, again, multiple opportunities for substantial amounts of scholarships. And uh, the other thing you might wanna look into is, is your institutions that you are looking to apply for. Ask them if they offer any institutional scholarships as well. You never know, um, they may be offering them um, and uh, you may be able to apply for a scholarship through them too. Um, also, I know that there are multiple avenues available through employers as well. Um, so you might wanna just uh, look into that. Um, who knows um, if you work for McDonald's, I know McDonald's has scholarship opportunities as well. Um, that they offer to their employees. Also, um, I know that there are local chain uh, food uh, stores, grocery stores um, that may be regional that may also be offering scholarships um, to their employees. So you just, you need to tap in and you need to take advantage so that you don't end up with a huge debt load upon graduating from college. Um, that you're gonna have to repay back. So the amount of free money that you can get um, is for the better. And um, I also wanted to encourage everyone that if you have not already begun to fill out the 2020-2021 FAFSA, or I'm sorry, and also the 2021 and 2022 FAFSA, um, you're gonna wanna go ahead and do that. So go to studentaid.gov and uh, make sure you start filling out the FAFSA so that you can, um, get your application submitted as soon as possible. Also, um, just know what you are eligible to receive. And as I've spoken about in the past couple of um, podcast episodes, just because we are using um, income for the 2020-2021 FAFSA from 2018, and then the 2021-2022 FAFSA is using income from 2019, if there has been a drastic reduction in income from the, those um, fiscal years for you, there is a potential um, for your institution to utilize the professional judgment option, which what it does is if you have an income reduction, this gives us an opportunity as financial aid advisors to acknowledge the income reduction 
and give um, an adjustment to your estimated family contribution, which is the um, calculation that dictates what Pell Grant you're um, available to receive, if any, and also your subloan um, amount of money that you're eligible to receive. So if um, for some reason you've had that drastic reduction in obviously it probably is because of COVID, um, any loss of employment. So if you're a dependent student and let's say that you didn't have income in 2018 or 2019, your parents did and now your parents have had a substantial reduction in income, have them um, contact uh, your financial aid advisors at your institutions and have them take a look at that income reduction and um, get that processed for you because it'll open up more available funding for you. Also, um, there is um, a supplemental education opportunity grant that some institutions have access to. It's called SEOG for those of us in the financial aid world. And if your institution is one that also um, provides SEOG awards to your students, um, I know that there's a certain amount of money that you pool, of money that you get each year and then you delegate it out across um, the students' um, files that you are processing. Um, but you may wanna just get in touch with your students and uh, check out to see what their current situation is and if anything has changed since they applied to school so that we can offer um, opportunities for them to be able to continue their education and uh, not incur any further um, debt that may um, down the road just uh, put them in a situation where they're not going to be eligible to maybe buy a car or they're not going to be able to afford a home um, because of the amount of debt that they may be incurring for their education. Also, um, just going to put it out there that um, if you are a financial aid advisor and uh, during the March through, uh, I believe it was June for the majority of us, um, where the schools ended up um, closing, pivoting online, and you had some students that um, did not return from that time frame. Um, it would be a good idea maybe just to check in on them, uh, just to, to see, um, and it's not to harass them, it's to just check on them to see how they're doing. Um, some of them may want to be coming back to school, but they're just not able to because they may have very well lost their jobs um, during that time period because let's face it, I know that when I in, was in college, um, I worked as a bank teller, but I also had a, another job that I worked at a restaurant and um, with the restaurant and food industries being hit as hard as they have um, and hospitality industries are included here. Uh, you may want to reach out to those individuals because if they're in a situation where they did lose their job, they may be single parents. I know that the COVID numbers around the United States are now increasing and you've got some in schools um, for their elementary and middle school and high school students where, you know, the, they're going hybrid and some of them may be on lockdown right now because of the fact that the numbers have increased, etc. And uh, if your student was one that's a single parent and having to also manage 
um, taking care of their children and they're not able to put come back to school um, because they have to put their education on hold because of everything that's going on. Uh, again, it might be kind of nice to just build that relationship with your student to give them some um, opportunities um, available to them to be able to come back to school. And um, if you've pivoted online some of your coursework, they may be also um, able to participate now where they weren't before if they had to physically come in um, to your institution to be able to attend class. So um, the main crux of it is, is just make sure that you're reaching out to your students to hopefully um, give them as much of an opportunity as possible for them not only to continue their education, but also, um, let's face it, institutions are also um, losing revenue right now because of the loss of students. And it might be a nice way for you to also be able to maybe um, not uh, have such a big loss um, in revenue as well, and uh, which will ultimately affect your staffing um, too. And uh, you know, just make things a little bit better for everyone all around. So having said all that, um, I hope everybody had a good week. Um, I know that um, with what's going on in the country right now with uh, the election results that everybody's anxiously awaiting for, um, there's, going, there's a little bit of a heaviness, if you will, uh, going on. And um, I just want to put out there that, um, you know, those of us um, that participated in the election and did our job about voting on Tuesday, um, congratulations, you did your job. Now we need to see what the results are. And no matter what the results are, we need to be able to also support the decision that has been made. And uh, whether you like what happens or you don't like what happens, meaning if it wasn't your candidate that ends up winning, um, we need to remember that these individuals that ran for president and their families are um, putting themselves out there to take care of us, their fellow Americans. And the least what we can do is support them and uh, act like respectable adults that I know we all can act like um, because our children are watching. And um, how we react is how they're going to react. And if we want things to go back to a more kinder and um, or even keel and not be a separate, we need to be the example um, for our kids. So um, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not trying to lecture anybody, but it's just good common sense, I think, that we all need to just take a look at ourselves and um, be able to um, just come out of this on the other side and, and support whoever wins. We're gonna, we need to support them and uh, let them know we're behind them and appreciate everything that they're doing um, including their families. So having said that, I uh, want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I hope I've given you a little bit of, um, of an insight on what is out there for scholarships and free, free money um, that is available for federal aid to go to school. And that should be taken advantage of. I can't say that enough. Um, with all of that, I want to wish everybody a great weekend, um, a good week, and I look forward to chatting with you all again next Friday. 
And um, as always, if you uh, have any suggestions or want to get in touch with me, feel free to do so. Um, I am on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I am available on Facebook. I'm under DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services.com. And also um, on Insta. We have an Insta account now under Danisky1215. Uh, um, that's just how it came up. I wasn't able to put in uh, the other information uh, to get it under the business quite yet. Still learning how to do all this. So uh, be patient, but I am on Insta. And uh, if you want to email me with suggestions to the show or if you'd like to participate uh, in the show, by all means, contact me at danderson at dasfinancialaidconsultingservices.com. Until next week, I hope everybody has a great week. Take care.